This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com, back out at Friendship after missing a week for personal reasons with the Tiger Tracks podcast. Here with Jay Northcutt talking about last week, a big win at Abilene High, but no rest for uh, you guys. You take on a team that a lot of people out here may not be that familiar with, Cleveland High School out of Rio Rancho, New Mexico, but a really good program, kind of a I told you before, I think. I think they're kind of like the friendship of the Albuquerque area. They're kind of a, a bigger district off in the suburbs, but they're a growing district like you guys too. So let's let's go back to last week first, though. I've asked you several times sitting here about your defense getting better. Well, if there was any doubt, last week kind of underscored that and highlighted it and everything else. You guys, it sounds like you really had a good defensive night against Abilene High. Yeah, super proud of, of how the defense played. They've continued to get better every week. Um, what stood out to me in that game is just how physical we played against a, a team that's known for being physical. Uh, so really proud of that. Really proud of our guys in the secondary that came up and made plays on the run. And then we're just all over the place in the secondary with, you know, coming up with three interceptions, you know, two from, from uh, Santiago Sanchez and one from Benji Rios. Uh, just a really great performance by the D. Belled us out several times, uh, you know, when we sputtered around on O some different, you know, uh, some, on some different occasions in the game. And so just couldn't be more proud of them. A couple of the uh, turnovers were in the red zone. Am I, one in the end zone and one as they were knocking at the door. Am I right about that? Yeah, yeah, they, were, they weren't just, you know, turnovers are always big, but they're, they're even more big when they're down, you know, and towards the end zone, you know, especially, and, and came up with a really big fourth down and inches stop. That, that's what I was thinking. Uh, one part, you know, during one part of the game. And so uh, just really playing well. And, and our theme this week is just to keep throwing coal. We feel like we've got ourselves, you know, burning pretty good. And so we want to continue to stoke that fire. Every win's enjoyable but when you've won the way you guys did before then with a lot of offense kind of leading the way and then you kind of show a different way to win what's that do for your guys on that side of the ball but also your whole team's kind of psyche to win in a different way well I think you grow from each game a lot of times you grow from your adversity more so than you do maybe even your success and so you know I think a lot of our wins the lesson has been you know, we've got to have each other's back. And, and some weeks it may be the D pulling, you know, uh, having the, the offenses back. And then other other weeks it may be the O making up for the D a little bit. Sometimes it's specials, you know. Uh, and I think the good thing about our non-district, the way it's played out so far, is we've, we've had an opportunity to kind of have a little bit of all of that. Uh, and so we've experienced all those different scenarios. And, and I, I know we're going to carry on or carry that with us moving forward. I don't want to jinx this. I'm going to knock on your wood name plate here. <laughs> Tate had a big game last week. Uh, his, I would say his first extensive action since he got back. How is he health-wise? Is he heading in the right direction now? Oh, absolutely. I think he's getting, you know, he's back to normal, you know, health-wise. Uh, and I think he's only going to continue to get back or to continue to get better and to get back to the Tate we know. And that just adds a different wrinkle. That's I imagine defensive coordinators are starting to lose sleep when they're getting ready for I you guys. I hope so, Randy. Yeah, I hope so. You know, and then I think when you factor in, you know, the performances that Layton has had, mm-hmm. 
Landon Hutchison has just put together really two back-to-back -back performances. I mean, he has now the school record for receptions in a game with 15. He had 15 receptions for 120 yards. Wow. And I t we were kidding around today. His 120 yards were earned. Every, every uh, yard of that, that makeup, you know, he earned because they, they were really good. Abilene was really good at not letting us run after the catch, and so that was tough. And you mentioned it before, Abilene High, now they dropped down a classification per UIL, but everybody I've talked to, they didn't lose any big bodies. It's not because a bunch of guys just left the, the school. They're still a big, physical, 6A-type <laughs> sure. team. They really are, you know, and, and last year in 2-6A, they were one of the strongest teams in our district. They returned nine starters on defense, and so their defense was, was uh, uh, with all that experience, was really good. They always do a good job on defense. Coach Fullen, you know, and his staff do a great job. They're very aggressive. They play coverage very well, and they make you earn everything you get. And I think a good example of that is, is uh, HUD, I believe, was 28 of 36. Um, and, and only threw for 250 yards, you know, and in, in our opinion, 250 yards is just average, you know. Uh, we want to, you know, reach above 300 a lot of times. Um, but I think the reason I'm bringing that up is I just feel like that that's a good example of us, or them, excuse me, making us earn every yard. And not, I'm guessing not a lot of yards after catch if that's the... Very little, very little. There were a, a, lot, of, a lot of catches we made in that game. Um, but they were all contested. We had people on us or in our face or whatever else, you know, and so that's what I was proud of our kids for. Well, let's shift gears. And I, I, when I sat down with Chip Darden last week about playing Wichita Falls Rider in a non-district game, I asked him if that's more fun or more relaxing for coaches, knowing that there's a little less at stake. And the reason I bring that up is you're playing Cleveland out of Rio Rancho, New Mexico, that you guys know a lot about, but not a lot of people do. It's a non-district game, though. Can you have a little bit of fun as a coach against a team like this you don't know to kind of test some things, see what you can do a little bit different before you get into district? I don't know if fun's a good way to you describe the same it, way, Chip Randy. Did, so. um, I think this is going to be an exciting game um, because I think, you know, uh, Rio Rancho Cleveland represents the best out of New Mexico, mm -hmm. and they're a really, really good team. They're really explosive. Um and I think them coming into Texas and playing us here this year, you know, we'll go there next year and make that trip. But, um, you know, we're representing our state, you know. And so uh, just that combined, I think, just is going to add to the excitement, make it a really good game we're looking forward to. Yeah, they're, they're going to come in here with something to prove because they're New Mexico. Texas football is a unique breed. When you're coming from one of those next-door neighbor states, you want to kind of show what you can do. And they did against Amarillo High. They beat them by – 47 to 30. And I thought it was a yeah, couple of touchdowns to at least. Yeah, it was, it was a, a high-scoring game. Um, Emerald High is another good program, you know, and so uh, just like I mentioned, we're, we're excited about the game. I think, it's, I think it will be a fun game, Randy. I'll put it that All way. Right. I don't know if I'll have fun, but I think it will be a fun game. Players <laughs> will have fun. Coaches, there you go. coaches still gain gray yeah. hair and have yeah. to stress Trying to it. figure out how to stop their, their quarterback, who's a very talented kid. That's a New Mexico that's signee, is that correct? Our commitment, yes sir. yes, sir. And that's a program that's been next door for years, obviously. That's kind of on the cusp of doing things, so that they know what they're doing in terms of keeping a kid. And it's just like a Lubbock kid staying at home. When you see that he's staying home, you know that the coaching staff sees something in him. 
has a brother that plays okay. for him also, you know, and, and he's he's as advertised. He's, he's a very talented kid, uh, and they're a very talented team, you know, coming off a state championship last year, a season where they were undefeated this last season, and so, yeah, they're a good team. And they're fairly new. They're, I think I looked back, uh, mid-2000s maybe is when they opened up, and they've won five or six yes, sir. in rapid fashion, which take that for what it's worth, but Anytime you win, anytime you're the last team standing in any sport at any level in any state's pretty, pretty good, good indication. Yes, sir. What do you want to see from your guys now moving forward? You, you talked about the, the offense having its moments, defense coming up huge at times, especially last week. What step is the next one for you guys before you get into district? I think the next step for us is taking what we, ate, what we did last week, um, which I would consider to be our most complete game, uh, just in terms of discipline and consistency throughout the game as a team uh, because we had some inconsistency in some of our earlier games and and having that consistency every week, you know, and so that's what we're looking for this week and that's why, you know, we made our theme this week to continue to throw coals on the fire. We got to keep, keep that up, in other words. So that's what we're looking for, some consistency. I don't ever feel like we talk about your big guys enough. Um, offensively or defensively, sure. but to do what you guys did defensively, the guys getting the interceptions are going to get kudos, guys coming up with all the tackles, but those guys down in there knocking snot with the offensive line, how good have they been? They've been really good, and they've improved every week, uh, just as our team has improved every week. Um, you know, you look at uh, Caden Spano and Caden Blakely, and then a guy that I think is really a, a kind of under the radar is, is Josh Ortiz, who started the year off for us uh, uh, at nose, and then we had some injuries on offense, and so he's now going both ways. Uh, and when he gets in on D, he wrecks shop, and then he comes over to O and wrecks shop, you know. And uh, another guy that had a great game this last week was Maderick Harper, who's a junior and, and just really came out of his shell, I felt like, last week. Um, and so those guys are are doing a great job. Another one is is uh, Braden Cook, who, who got a lot of time this, this last week at defensive end, um, who, who did a good job. And then, you know, every once in a while we put the big guy over there, Isaiah Kellen. Right. He, he's another one that makes a big difference. So uh, really proud of those kids and excited about their growth. Maybe we did talk about them once, but those guys, they, they have to buy into knowing I may not show up in stats, but I'm here to make sure these guys behind me get a chance to do their thing. That's that's kind of like the offensive line. It's not the most glorious thing, but right. if you that tells me that your guys are buying into the team concept. Yeah, I think you know our chemistry. We feel like is the, the the most important piece of our team, and that's a big part of the chemistry is having those big guys bought in. You know, knowing they're not always going to get mentioned and those type of things. Uh, but we definitely have that, and we're grateful for it. And not that you guys haven't had that before. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's been times I've watched you the last several years. You've, you could see it. But it does seem like that is a strength on this team, maybe more than it's been the last several years because you went through the, the hard times. And now these guys have – we've talked before about having success at the sub-varsity level. Now they come up here and they're hungry. They really are. And, and uh, you know, this group is, is used to winning. You know, and there's no substitute for that. They they expect to win. You know, I think in terms of our, our culture and chemistry, it's been building over the last six years. And I think you take guys you know that have been here uh, prior, like Chad Ferris and Donovan Smith, 
and uh, 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 Drew Holcutt, you know, you look at um, uh, Carson Jones, um, and I could go on and on and on. They've, they've left a good example, a good legacy that a lot of our guys are following, and I see that, and that's pretty neat to see, you know, the impact that they've made on our program that, that is lasting, you know, and so I think that's a big reason why our culture is what it is right now, and we got to work to continue to keep it that way. So I want to make sure my math is correct. These seniors would have been in junior high when you got here or not even in junior high yet? They would have been in eighth grade, I believe. Okay, yep. so yep. you're going back a ways when guys are just starting to kind of figure out what sure. what football is all about. And yep. I would like to have thought yep. I knew earlier than that, but I didn't. So, <laughs> so these guys have kind of – they're reaping the benefits, but they're also adding their own building blocks. Absolutely, they are. You know, they're following some of those examples, um, and we've got some great leaders on our team right now. I mean, Kobe Ayers and Isaiah Kemma, you just don't get much better mm-hmm. than them, and they're going to do the same things that the Chad Ferrises and the Carson Jones did moving forward for our program. Now, those two guys could run for office. Just talking to them <laughs> a couple of times, they could they could fix some I'd things. I'd vote for them. Yeah, I'd yeah. vote for them. Well, they're a little young for that yet, but they're still pretty good at playing football. That is Tiger Tracks podcast. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com.